Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Elsie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Inside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dick, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Sure Catherine Sachs. Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Welcome to podcast day national podcast day on the internationally known dudes at ringside podcast i'm your host joe the panther the third and now from the top of metal mountain all the way up to all the way down to all 50 states in the middle of the pot mosh pit it's the happy himself the metal geek what's going on first of all before i I start happy podcast day joe and what great day we'd be doing just a podcast on podcast day. Isn't that absolutely awesome? Yeah. Kind of a coinkadinkadink. Yeah, there you go. It's Isn't it? Happy podcast day, <laughs> everyone. Happy happy podcast day to all our fellow podcasters out there. So, what's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Pretty good. Kind of sad. End of... Lucha month, but let's let's get the fireworks ready. Something creepy, and let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our final guest for Lucha month, a British wrestler that's living in Mexico, Jesse Jackson. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. How you guys doing? Good, good. Well, sad that Lucha Month's coming to an end, but we have sad an awesome that Lucha Month's coming to an end. But you know, I'm here to celebrate it with you. So you know, let's have some fun. Exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> you got the first question. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Um, if our fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourself. Okay. So how can I introduce myself? So firstly, Jesse Jackson, as you guys so. Um, amazingly introduced me um i have been wrestling for just over three years now i started it in the uk um trained at a few places around the uk and then i moved over to mexico city uh last year so i've been here for a year now um wrestling all over not just in mexico city but all over mexico um guadalajara veracruz um Monterey, so many different places in Mexico, take 10, 11 hour bus journeys to get to some shows sometimes. So um, that's who I am. Um, you could probably find a lot of my matches on YouTube under Jesse Jackson, either Jesse with a Y or an IE because it likes to change here. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's how you'll find me. Probably see a lot of my matches on um, a streaming platform called Mass Lucha. Awesome. Awesome. So, Jesse, who trained you exactly? So I've had a few okay, trainers. Awesome. Um, I first yeah. started at there, okay. in Nottingham um, with Sticks. And that's where I did my debut match. Um, 
And then from there, because I, I started um, with Sticks at House of Pain when I was at university, because I was at university in Nottingham, so I just kind of looked into wrestling. Then I moved home from uni and I went to Fight Club and I was there until COVID. And then from Fight Club, I went to Marty Jones's school um, and I trained with Marty Jones for quite a bit up until I moved to Mexico. And then in Mexico, I've just had several different trainers like uh, like Travis Banks, my boyfriend, and Ricky Marvin, Flamita, um, Sky Day. I've even done like, I went to Negro Navarro's house and trained with him for a few times, which was just a great experience. So I've had so many different trainers. I can count them on two hands. It's, it's pretty cool. Wow. That's a that, that, awesome. That's amazing to work with Flamita, man. You know, and yeah. Ricky Marvin, so, yeah. like such legends in the business. I yeah. Mean, oh my god. Yeah. Gosh, I, right? I feel so fortunate to be able to train with them. Like, I did a Flamita class on Wednesday, and you know, it, I know British style. That's kind of how I was trained originally. Um, and then to come to Mexico and and Flamita, I'm I'm not a high flyer, but someone like Flamita and someone like Ricky who can teach me really high level Mexican. Um, Mexican Lucha Libre style wrestling it's it's not I'm not a high flyer in any way shape or form but to have the confidence and for them to push me to to do things that are outside of my comfort zone um and to train me in that style I think it just I feel so fortunate to be able to train under the under those people they're so they're so incredible and that what they're so good at what they do and for them to be able to pass that on to me and and to be able to learn some of the things that that they can do is, is is amazing did they give you any advice or uh, that you take to this day? I mean, uh, <laughs> what I love uh, someone like Ricky Marvin for is he teaches you how to protect yourself. So um, Mexico is not an easy scene to wrestle in. Um, you know, it's it's very rough. It's it's dog eat dog kind of world. And Ricky Marvin teaches you how to protect yourself or. If someone gives you a lot of shit, I had to give it back. So um, Ricky is, he's so funny and he's like, never let anybody bring you down. You know, know your own value, know your own strength. And he, he teaches a lot of, of that that kind of thing. Um, and it gives you confidence, to be honest, because it makes you feel like you can handle yourself a bit a bit better. So um, that's that's something that Ricky uh, often passes, passes on to me to protect myself, you know. <laughs> So with you being from the UK, like, mm -hmm. what does it feel like to be a person from the UK within? Uh, Joe, you're breaking up a little bit. I didn't get much of that. Oh, I don't know why I'm breaking up. I said, what is it like? What does it feel like to be from the UK and wrestle? in mexico what is it like oh it's crazy um i feel like people here either love me or hate me because i'm foreign and i'm blonde and i'm very white i'm so pale um so it's it it's very it's always very entertaining i either get cheered or booed the hell out of it's one it's one of the two um and it's definitely an eye-opening experience you know it's not it's not something that's easy being in mexico um Cultures are very different, and for someone who's quintessentially British, um, things it's it's a it's a very big culture shift. But I do love it here. 
Um, and so many people have helped me out. So many people have been so good to me here. Uh, I've met some incredible people. And, you know, the fans here are just not like I've ever seen before. They're, they're crazy and they're amazing. And every show is, whether there's 50 people in the crowd or 5,000 people, they're all crazy and they all love Lucha. And to wrestle in front of those people is, is an honor, you know, because they love it so much. So, so who did you say your dream opponent is? Oh, okay. Um, I have a, I have probably two. Um, for me personally, I would like to wrestle Tessa Blanchard, and I would like to wrestle um, Rhea Ripley. I think wow. they're two people in the business that are, are so serious, uh, so good at what they do, um, kind of like pioneers. You've not seen girls like like them before. That that they're just amazing, and I I look up to those two a lot in their style, um, kind of how they present themselves and things like that. I think they're I think they're two pioneers in in this industry for for females, and so I would I would love to wrestle uh, wrestling either one of those those two girls would be a, a huge a huge honor for me. So what was, uh, so I already think you already, I don't know if you asked this question or right. Um, so who trained you? Did you already ask that question, Geek? Yeah, she, she yeah. asked that question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flamita so, and Ricky Marvin. Oh, yeah, here we go. I got my question. Yeah. That That's a mess up. That was a strike. Um, yeah. What was your energy like in your first match? My energy? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um. I remember being so nervous was the first thing. I was petrified. Um, my whole, my family had, I say my whole family, I think my dad was, my dad couldn't make it for some reason, I think. But my mom and some of our really close family friends, my brother and, and his girlfriend at the time, their wife, they were there. Um, some of his friends were there. And... I was so, I think they were all so excited to see me and they were just going crazy in, in the crowd. And I just, I remember feeling like, okay, I know what, I, I know what I'm doing here. You know, I've, I've been training for a while. I've been focusing on this day, this debut. I've been really focused on getting here. So I just need to go out and show everybody, particularly the people that have come, especially up to Nottingham to see me. I need to just go and, and do everything that I that I know that I can do. Um, so it was this, I remember there was, because it was in a church and there was this um, like reverend there and like I prayed with her before before the match and I think it really helped me because it just instilled something in me for, for taking with me for the rest of my career. And I still remember like her kindness and that really reassured me as well before, before my match. So I just, I remember feeling everything you know they say nerves and excitement are the same feeling and that was definitely um there those feelings that day and just have just having my family there it kind of heightened it all and i know that i had to go and do that like put on this try and put on this next level performance and this character and um, this really like uh aggressive character for them to show them that you know this is something that I'm serious about. This isn't just going to be like a hobby for me. This is something that, you know, I really am passionate about and that I want to go and make a career out of. Definitely. Awesome. So what exactly is your pre-match ritual like that you do before a match? 
Um, I don't really know if I have a particular pre-match ritual. Um, sometimes here it's so chaotic that you literally just get your gear on and go. Um, it's very, very different here um, to like the UK or anywhere else I've wrestled. There's a thing called Mexico time. And Mexico time means everything is super last minute. So you literally sometimes just get your gear on and, and go. And you don't really have time to do any kind of pre-match wow. ritual. But if I do have time, um, I like to warm up. And then I probably, well, and then I like to just, you know, say a little prayer before I go out. And then, yeah, that's that's about it, really. There's nothing too uh, too, too exciting, but yeah, say a prayer, yeah. go fight. And then have a kick-ass match, basically. And then right? have a kick-ass match. And that, <laughs> there, there <you laughs> that's, that's, that's what I like to do. So. Six stars, yay. <laughs> six stars. Don't don't forget, Joe, it has to be in the Tokyo Dome for it to be six stars. That would be five stars. Yeah. <laughs> in our hearts, it will be six stars, Jesse. That's all that matters <laughs> to me. That's all that matters. Dave Meltzer will be like, I'll give it 4.5. I'll give it. All right. No. <laughs> all, the old Dave Meltzer 4.5. Or 4. What is it? 4.75? Yes, he's like, Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Give Melter a nice open hand. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, out of all the wrestlers you've wrestled so far, Jesse, who would you say hits yeah. the hardest? Oh, um, I tell you what, last Toxicers have some mean chops on them. They have, they literally gave me two chops in one match and it cut all of my chest. Like two from two chops, that's how hard that they can chop. You know, Mexico is a doggy dog world. These girls know how to hit, they know how to chop. It's not like a, they're not half assed. They cut deep and they hurt. So um, I would definitely say, like, uh, like Last Toxicus, yeah, they've got some mean chops, they've got some mean kicks on them. Like Lady Flammer, Lady Flammer, she, she's awesome um but her kicks can knock you out easy you, she's she's so strong so yeah i would probably i would probably say those girls to be honest you don't you don't want to mess with those girls yeah yeah so who would you say i know this is a, a tough question you don't have to answer this one but who would you say your favorite point to work with is it's, it's uh, kind of a controversial i know i know but i know but my favorite opponent to work with i'm just kind of going through like a catalog of of matches um i actually really i really like working last octopus um they make it they make the match so entertaining for me and they're so good at what they do you know they've been doing it for years they're in triple a so anytime last Toxicus are on the card as well you know that there's going to be a good crowd because they're huge draws so it's just it's it's not just the match. The matches are normally like great, and I always feel feel great after. But it's not just the match; it's everything that goes with the match because they're such entertaining characters, and they build. They know how to build the crowd and bring the crowd with them, and um, and they they fill out places because of of how big of a names they are. Um, and for that that that's why they're like pro probably some of my favorite opponents to work. I know. I, I usually say like sometimes, like you know, 
it's a controversial question because people don't like to put other people out. You know what I mean? So yeah, and say yeah, and say how could how could you say me right or yeah you know, yeah I know. And it's, it's, not, it's not even like a, a personal attack on anyone. I've had some great opponents. Um, I just, it's a case of like um, I I know what I want in my career and I know the kind of matches that I want and the kind of um, events that I want to be wrestling at. And they represent that for me. And they represent that next level. So to be able to wrestle them is always such an exciting thing for me. Um, so like any any match that I've had with them has always been, like any one of them, whether it's Hiedra, um, Slama, Madea, any one of them is always um, really exciting for me. And I'm always really grateful for matches with them. Awesome. 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 Um, is there any other place in the world or in within the States that you would like to wrestle? Have you been there yet? I mean, yeah, I would love to wrestle all over the States. Um, I love the States. I love um, every trip that I've gone on to, um, to the States has, has been um, a fantastic experience. Promoters have always looked after me. They've always been really incredible trips. So I would love to wrestle more in the States wherever I can. Um, and then I, I also, again, as I said before, I have really high ambitions for myself. So I really would like to go to Japan as well at some point, wherever around the world I can wrestle. Um, I think it's an incredible honor to be able to travel with wrestling and have that, um, you know, be able to go to another country and that promoter, you know, bring you to that, to their country. So wherever in the world I can go for wrestling, I want to go. Cause I just think it's a, it's an incredible thing to see the world and do the thing that you love is is amazing. Yeah. So is there any advice you would give the young wrestlers today that are training? Or... Um, I would, yeah, there is. Hold, let me turn my light on. Cause I feel like I'm going dark. Um, it is almost Halloween. It was Halloween, so it kind of worked. <laughs> it kind of worked a little bit. Um, maybe that's a bit, but I, I could feel the darkness coming over my face. Um, yeah, so I think the biggest thing for me is because I, when I got into wrestling, I'm a perfectionist, so I want to be able to do everything. I want to be good at what I'm doing. I want to be able to keep up with trainings. And so uh, through that, I can develop quite a big ego and I can be quite harsh on myself. And I think it's really important to take any ego out of wrestling because you're there solely to learn. And it doesn't matter if you get something wrong. It doesn't matter if... It takes you a while to get something. It doesn't matter if you can't keep up with the training one week or you feel out of your comfort zone or you feel anxious to go to a training. It's all part of the journey um, and it's okay. Um, everybody struggles with trainings. Everybody gets things wrong. Everybody has to learn and go through that process. So just because you might not be able to get something one week or because you might not be strong at something or because you're genuinely new and you get nervous, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a failure. It doesn't mean that you're going to be bad at wrestling. It doesn't mean that, you know, you can't you can't do it. You can. It takes time. Um, and I think you just have to be kind to yourself, especially in this industry. It's, it's really easy for people not to be kind to you. It's really easy for people to take the mick out of you or try and bring you down. And that can, if you're a perfectionist like me, that can make you feel 10 times worse. But it's just having that, confidence in yourself that you will get there and and like i said just to be kind to yourself that would be my advice perfect mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I say that's perfect. <laughs> that's yeah. perfect. Enough. You did. You said it perfect right there, right? Yeah. You said everything that yeah, right definitely, there. Was definitely. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm glad I said something. One thing good, at least on this podcast today. So. Yeah. Oh. Well, you said a lot of things good. Yeah. Yeah. You said a lot of good things. A lot of the answers were right, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as long as I've hit some right answers, okay, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, well, Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, geek, sorry. Yeah, you have, you have one more question or? Uh... Yeah, I do. Um, have you ever thought of wrestling? I know you said you're from England. Did you ever? Have you ever thought of going back to wrestle in England? Um, kind of a, a yes and a no. I think sometimes there's a real strong pull for me to go back to England just because my family's there and my dog is there. So I miss my dog with all my heart. And to be able to like go back to the UK and wrestle and be with him every day would be um, I, I would I would love that. He's for me. He's the draw to go back to the UK, and it probably sounds like weird to some people that I'd say my dog is a reason why I'd want to go back to the UK but he's genuinely the reason why I'd want to go back to the UK but at the same time I think in terms of my career the UK is not going to open the same doors for me as Mexico will um I feel like it would be kind of difficult more difficult for me on on the the UK scene and Mexico is the, it's the side of the Atlantic that I want to be on it's the the link to the states you know it's more easily accessible it's therefore potentially more easily accessible for bigger companies things like that so um i think if it wasn't some if it wasn't for my dog i would be happy to be in mexico 100 he's the he's the draw back to back to the uk mm. but in terms of my career it's so hard that you have to make sacrifices like that but in terms of my career it's AAA, it's WWE, it's AEW, it's something like that, you know, that that's over this side that I feel like is where I need to be. Yeah, WWE Europe is starting up next year there. Yeah. So they so they might they might be looking for people in the UK though. I mean, you never know. And again, I would never turn down like uh, an opportunity to talk um, to WWE about that if that was at all possible. Again, I don't know if it would be. I don't know if they would. They would want some like someone like me. I'm still um, very new in the business, but um, I think NXT Europe is going to be something really exciting. Um, it seems like they're putting a lot of thought and effort into it, and it's definitely something that I would love to explore if that opportunity came around. Yeah, Europe expands it basically. I mean, the UK yeah. market even more, so it's like yeah, exactly. Wow. And who wouldn't want to travel around Europe for wrestling? You know, exactly. um, so. Germany, Spain, Italy, anywhere. I, I love traveling. I love wrestling. It would, it would be incredible. So, one thing I hope they bring back is the European title. Mm -hmm. I was talking about this with Joe yeah. the other day. The European title. I mean, my mouth started frothing. I actually did like that belt. It was weird. I actually, most people, my friends didn't like it. Right, Geek? I thought it was a cool belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you you know you might you might have Triple H watch this and go, damn it, they've foiled my plan. That was going to be the big surprise, and now they they said it on the podcast, and and that, that's it. You 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 ruined, the ruined surprise it. for them. You know, geek ruined it. <laughs> geek ruined, ruined it. There it, we go. You know? <laughs> right. 
No, but um, the thing is, oh, Triple H is one of these great wrestlers. Geeks like, no, Triple H is messaging our page. Be like, oh, right, that's a bow. My God, that's really Triple H's. They're just spoiling everything. You're spoiling everything. At that moment, yeah, it's it may be Triple H, maybe the founder of DX, but I'm like Trips, Mr. Game, Mr. Hunter, Mr. H's. We're not taking down Jess. Not taking down her podcast, any of you. I'm sorry. The thing I would do, I'll do this. I'll do this for you, Jesse. Like, this is what I'm going to ask you. Give Jesse a a, uh, a chance, <laughs> and we'll back away. <laughs> give her, give her. I mean, I feel like that, that. I, I could accept that. I could. Accept you give her like one <laughs> test run. Yeah. And then, and then a podcast takes gets taken down anyway. You're like. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? If I see that the you podcast fuckers. gets taken down, I'll be waiting for a call. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be checking I'll be, my phone I'll every day. Paul Heyman. Call Paul Heyman. I'll, be, I'll be like, <laughs> Joe, we won. we won. We he won. He's taking down. He's listening to us. He's listening. He's listening. <laughs> yeah, but I'd be, is... I'd be Paul Heyman. Like, see it. Don't. We'll take. We'll edit the part out, but give Jesse a. a, 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 a what is it? What is it? I don't know. What's that thing called? A, what? Uh, a tryout? Try try, give her a tryout and we'll yeah. we'll back away. Yeah. Leave it. We'll leave it alone. Joe, Joe's trying to be like the negotiator right now, isn't he? Yeah. If I get a tryout, then <laughs> yeah. I know that I'm we'll not leave you alone if you give Jesse a uh, audition. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Joe's trying I'm to be the advocate right now. Joe's trying to be the advocate. I'm the Paul Heyman. Do. I'll be a you Paul know Heyman. what? If it, if it works, someone say no. <laughs> Unlike Paul Heyman, I'm bald. I wear a hat. I wear a shirt all the time with a collar on it. There you go. There you go. Hey, I'm from New York. I'm from New York. Yeah. Right. New York. I can, see, I can New York. see it. I can see it in the future. There you go. The Paul Heyman of NXT Europe. You know? Yeah. There you go. I do think British people are fun. They're cool. Sorry, my phone just uh, did a weird thing. What did you say? Sorry. What was that? No, I, I, was, I, said, yeah. I, I was just, I was just about to say, I would love to see the NXT Europe title, European title be defended, yeah. be one title, and that's it. Yeah, just yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Like, like, and what I mean by that is, I would like to see men versus women battling who is the absolute best. Yeah, I think. I mean, trust me, I would, I would love to wrestle any of probably the guys that would be in that brand. I think that would be incredible. Um, and yeah, I would love that. Whether that would work or whether it would, um, that would be allowed or something that WWE could could do, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it would cause a lot of controversy. Um, again, I would, I would love to. I would I would love to wrestle anybody regardless of, of gender, you know. I, I love to wrestle guys. Um so that I th- would find that really entertaining. But whether it works storyline wise, etc. etc. etc., you know, things like that. Um I don't know. But I think it's a cool idea. Eric Bischoff said best controversy creates cash show. Right? It does. It does. Oh, I have another one more question, Jesse. Yeah. Is is there any male wrestlers that are on your dream wrestle match? Um, oh my gosh. I would say so many. 
Um, I mean, I got to, so obviously like Travis Bangs is my boyfriend, right? And I got to wrestle with him in a, in a team um, the, a few months ago. So to be able to have more matches with him, I know like some promoters have spoke to us about, about wrestling more together um, against people like um, Jack Evans, who's here in Mexico right now, which I think would be incredible or someone like like shun skywalker's in mexico right now as well so that for me that would be awesome um in wwe i mean i was a huge fan of john cena growing up so if i could ever be in a match with john cena i think i would probably cry for about five days oh, no joke um, <laughs> i don't know i just think there's so many people that i could learn from um, like the the list the list is endless. If there's any big name in in red like like Finn Balor, AJ Styles, um, any like big names that have been in the industry a while that know what they're doing, um, they know how to create character. Like like Chris Jericho would probably be another one. He keeps keeps reinventing himself. He knows how to keep an audience engaged. Things yeah. people that I could learn from. Um, and there's just a mass of, of people out there that, that I could learn from. So um, the, I know there's probably so many, so many names that I, I could sit here for three hours and write down a list of all the, the people that I would want to work with. But there, there would be so many because there's just so many people in this industry that um, love it and know what they're doing and that I could really learn something from. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you speak of Chris Jericho, but yet he's yeah. he's the new Ring of Honor champion. Now, a lot of people yeah. are a little bit disappointed in that, but I'm like, the man could still go. The, the man, the man, the man just... can still go. And I... the man knows, I mean, the thing that I like as well is that um, I mentioned Chris Jericho because I know Chris Jericho has come to Mexico. Like He worked in Mexico for, for um, a period of time, and he's someone that has worked hard for a long time. Um, he's created characters that I can still remember to this day um, that have like stuck with me that have like been profound so you know I think he deserves everything that he gets in wrestling you know whether or not he's a bit crazy at the moment I don't know I listen to a lot of Jim Cornette and Jim Cornette doesn't seem to be the biggest fan of him for, for Jim reasons Jim Cornette's not the biggest I'm... fan of anybody yeah Jim Cornette but he's, he's, in, he's interesting <laughs> to listen to and I respect what he says <laughs> I always, I always say this, if Jim Cornett, um ever watched a match of mine and criticised me in whatever way he probably would, I think I would just be honoured to get any kind of feedback from him because he's, he's got a great mind for wrestling. Um, so if I could get any kind of feedback from him, I would. although I'd, I would feel hurt for the shit that he would probably say about me, I would also know that I needed to hear it. So... <laughs> You'd probably criticize this podcast for all. I yeah, know. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rip us to shreds. Why are you sitting in your basement? Uh, there's nowhere else to be in my house. <laughs> so don't tell them. We're gonna be in my mom's garage <laughs> doing the podcast. Yeah. Jesus Christ! It's like, like outside, like guys... standing out on my porch. Yeah. He's like, what? Why do you guys ask about food? What the heck is? What kind of questions yeah. are these? My favorite question, Jesse. Go on, sorry. Sorry. Well, we 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 that was like our 
our favorite question we ask. What is your favorite yes. food? Oh. oh, I love food. Um, <laughs> anything. Um, I mean, I've always been a chocoholic, so if you would sit 50 pounds of chocolate in front of me, I would get through it all without a shadow of a doubt. I have such a sweet tooth. So donuts, I love donuts. You know, like you can get the big donuts with like, like Oreos and stuff on top, and then you might get Ooh. one with like um, peanut butter cups on it or something. I don't know, anything like that. I just absolutely adore so much. And I love a good burger. Like I could eat a burger any day of the week. So <laughs> chocolate, donuts, and burgers. It's not really a diet of an athlete, but when you've worked hard all week, you can justify one of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, pretty so so pretty where could much. people where could people find you exactly? Um so predominantly on Instagram. That's the main platform that I use. I don't use Twitter. Um I don't like I don't like Twitter. Um so I don't I don't use it. I try and stay off of that world, but my Instagram is Jess Jackson with an extra N and then an X and an O. And then um, I have a Facebook, a wrestler Facebook page as well. And it's just Jesse Jackson Pro Wrestler. So those are the two places that you can find me. Yeah. And do you have any upcoming shows? or? Uh... Yeah, I've got, I've got two shows this weekend for the promotion DTU, um, which is quite a big promotion here in Mexico. They've been around for a while. So it's worth for me to start it, actually. So... Um, I'm wrestling for them on Saturday and on Sunday, so it should be a good weekend. Yeah, two shows. Yeah, we want to thank you so. Weekend? Wow. Oh two God, shows me and we would be so happy. We'd be like, "What's the yeah. <laughs> so South Park?" I'm so happy. I'm <laughs> so, happy. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Geek would be so happy. Two two wrestling shows in the same weekend. Oh God, yeah. it could be. Yeah, it's so good. Happy. I like so weekends happy. like that. It's it's um because they're not one's like an hour away the other one's like two and a half hours away um so not too bad and I love I love having a weekend full of wrestling I think it's it's my best way to spend a weekend. So uh, yeah, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That's crazy. That like. Sorry. I... It keeps cutting out for some reason. I was like, but no, thank you so much for having me. It's um, I've really enjoyed speaking to you guys. Yeah, thank you so, so much. I we, we we and we do appreciate it. Sorry for the all the mess up with the cutouts and everything, but I don't. I think it, to be honest, I mean, it might be my Wi-Fi as well. I don't really know what's um, yeah, what's uh, happening. But I've really enjoyed my time with with you guys. So thanks for having me. No problem. I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm the Metal Geek. And I'm Jesse Jackson. And we will catch you in the next one. Thanks, guys. Yeah.